got a bad reputation And it isn't just talk, talk, talk If I could only give you everything You know I haven't got Ladies and gentlemen, I have a really good one for you today. We're going to talk about Sataloons. We're going to talk about Pajits want to put me in jail. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Israeli sin, a little more insight into Eric Weinstein and Anne Frank, um, and uh, who Jack the Ripper was. Yeah, I have a really uh, solid stream for you today. But I, I want to start off by uh, saying that I saw Louis J. Gomez from uh, Legion of Skanks. And I used to do their show a lot became, before I became too controversial by saying wild things like sodomy is wrong. And uh, he was saying that uh, spanking your kid is in the same realm as being a pedophile. And so I naturally responded to that. I'm like, so you're telling me that spanking a kid is in the same realm as fucking a kid. And so all of his, uh, and I was like, and you're, so you hate parents that spank their kids and you think that they should be killed. He's like saying he wants to kill all of them. And I'm like, but you don't think there's anything wrong with sodomy. And so of course, all of his dim-witted, vaping, moronic, retarded, meth-addicted fans were like, oh, Owen Benjamin lost his mind from a pot brownie. Owen Benjamin's secretly the gay one. Owen Benjamin's secretly the gay one. Okay, spanking your kid is not in the same realm as fucking your kid. No matter what you say, that's the craziest, because because it's... uh. I don't know if he's trying to normalize pedophilia or if he just really hates spanking. And bear in mind, I'm not even a spanker. Like, I'm not saying this from a defensive point of view, but it's absurd. It's so unbelievably stupid. And then all these, these legions of skank people pop. Oh, oh, you should do the skank stand and, and uh, tell it to his face. And I'm like, I'll zoom in anytime they want, but they never will have me because they'll lose their... Kratom sponsors and Joe Rogan. And they're like, no, they've had controversial people on before. I'm like, not like me. My controversy is because I empower people. <laughs> like, that's my controversy. I've never, like Tim Dillon, I believe is a felon for bank fraud. And he's a sodomite and a liar. Like they'll have these people on all the time. They'll have actual trans people on, gays, junkies, People no one's heard of. They're like, oh, no one, no one's ever heard of you. No one cares about you. I'm like, I can sell out a, a, a hay field in, in Missouri, not being allowed on social media for five years. I'm pretty sure people have heard of me. Oh, no, you're just the gay one. You're just, I'm like, okay, so does that mean Lewis 
beats kids because he doesn't like beating kids. But the logic is so bad at this point. It's like, oh, because you're against the gay stuff, that means you're gay. Okay, so a detective trying to arrest a rapist, that means he's the rapist? What the fuck are you talking about? So it's all getting pretty stupid out there. We got spanked, racetracks, belts, mouth soap, grounded, whatever it took, says Two Acre Andy Bear. The bottom line is, whatever your views are of rearing children, spanking is absolutely not in the realm of fucking. And the fact people are saying this publicly, and if you push back against it, you're seen as crazy, is bizarre. And then people are like, oh, you had a Star of David and then you became a closeted homosexual homophobe. I'm like, this is my new thing to do with that. I'm like... Wow, if that's true, then that means I was really damaged. So I should like sue Joey Diaz then. So you're telling me if Joey Diaz, if you actually believe that Joey Diaz gave me a pot brownie and I became an insane closet gay homophobe anti-Semite because of the star of death, then we should sue him, right? And I can use Joe Rogan as a witness. Joe Rogan has publicly said that Because Joey Diaz gave me an edible that I lost my mind. Think about how much income I lost. Millions and millions of dollars. Millions and millions of dollars. So does Joey Diaz owe me that? Oh, no. Okay, then you're not serious. Because we both know it's complete horseshit. Spanking not bad. Abuse is different. Obviously. Abuse is like, I'm mad. I'm angry. So I'm going to take it out on you. Abusive is I'm going to make you feel small because I feel small. Abuse is I'm going to humiliate you so I feel power over you. Discipline is not abuse. Discipline is correcting behavior and that's up to the parent to decide. There's a reason it's legal. Spare the rod, create a gay anarchist on Legionist Gangs. Well, yeah, I don't know what what Luis J. Gomez um, has endured in his life. He is Puerto Rican. He is, uh, his sexuality is questionable. He appears to be on drugs. So maybe he had a Puerto Rican drunk dad who beat the fuck out of him because uh, he was Puerto Rican. I don't know. I I literally don't know. Yeah, we weren't abused. Yeah, that's, being disciplined is not abuse. What abuse is, is the, the delighting in the pain of others, wanting to humiliate, wanting to damage, wanting to, Uh, do something to take away someone's power. It's not about disciplining. You have to have something in your back pocket with kids. Um, You know, like, if you don't do this, we will do this. You have to, or else kids won't listen to you. There's just, I, I don't, like, I think a lot of these people have their kids raised by nannies. And so that's how they live so high and mighty, where they're like, uh, we, we practice peaceful parenting. Bullshit. Abuse is yelling at someone to make more clips when he's busy napping. Hilarious, boar bear. You know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, it's like you have to discipline kids or else there's no, your kids are insane. Like you're, you're a horrible parent if you don't do that. The Bible says, spare the rod, spoil the child. And spoil means hate. Like, There's some translations that say, spare the rod, hate the child, because you allow them to grow up to be these terrible people. Now, I've never um, beaten my kids. 
But the one thing I have done is there's this little pressure point right here where if you go like this, it hurts. And uh, there's no damage at all. There's no anything. But I've done that to Walter. I've never had to do that to Jack, which is interesting. But the first two, I've had to do that about three total times in their entire life. Just a little pinch. Uh, just because we had to have another thing to threaten them with. Because, like, you know, usually it's uh, you have to sit on the stairs or you don't get dessert or you don't get blah, 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 or you have to go sit on the couch. You know, those those work or just listen to your mother, listen to your father. But there has there sometimes with child disciplining, there ha, there is a time when you have to have another thing that they're scared of. Like the the main thing we use is simply counting down from three. And I've. I don't think a father should spank a daughter. That's very valid. That's valid, Boar Bear. But I don't know. I've never had a daughter. But I, you know, whatever. The main thing we use is counting down from three. Amy just goes three, two, and then it works. And I think uh, NASA perfected that one. But the idea that disciplining your kid is the same as being a pedophile is fucking insane. Okay, moving on. I say that as a person who was abused and neglected as a child. I was taken from my parents. I don't know what you're saying. What did you say earlier? Let's see here. Spanking not bad. Abuse is different. Yeah, like neglect is a form of abuse. Like never saying no to your kid is a form of abuse. Never showing your kid any boundaries and having them believe things that aren't true I think is more abusive than spanking. Swear to God. It's like... If you tell your, your son that they're a girl or you say that two gays can get married or you can say or you say that like, you know, all these things, all these like liberal, insane things, putting those things in their head is more abusive than uh, a switch. You know, my mom was beaten by a switch. My uncle told me that when they were really bad, they'd put them in a tool shed like in the winter. Like crazy shit. So you're telling me all of our ancestors were as bad as pedophiles? Like if you go back 60 years, there isn't a single family that didn't have like pretty vicious penalties for bad behavior. You know? Um, let me see here. So anyway, I got a lot to talk about today. Let's just get into it. Those who hate discipline hate their kids. Yeah, because you're setting them up for failure for their life. You know, you're setting them up for a disaster where it's like they'll act shitty and they don't know why they don't have any friends. Worst thing I got was a belt, was warranted though. Yeah, let's say their behavior hurts their brothers or sisters. Like, let's say they won't stop, you know, doing something really dangerous to their younger brother or sister. What do you do? You just say, oh, oh, I don't discipline. I'm a good person. Anyway, today uh, the podcast is brought to you by Niggles Chicken. Let's see what's going on over at Niggles. What if I told you there was a place that served the tastiest fried chicken in the world? But even more than that, they serve an experience. The opportunity to walk a mile in another man's stolen shoes. My baby don't mess around. When you arrive at one of our restaurants... Even by the time you first set foot through the metal detector, 
You'll be ambushed by our world-famous hospitality. Our hand-raised hens and organic purple drank will have you feeling closer to nature before you even have time to light up a menthol cigarette made from all organic local ingredients. When you're done eating, feel free to not tip, throw your garbage on the ground and help yourself to the complimentary silverware and salt shaker. I too have a dream that men, women, and children might enjoy the tastiest fried chicken in the world without fear of violence or nasty food chemicals. Niggles Fried Chicken, the authentic fried chicken experience. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's talk satellites. I was listening to this. Uh, um, I was listening to this podcast this morning with a former CIA guy, but he seems fairly. As far as those type can go, he seemed relatively honest. But uh, you know, the fundamentals around 9/11 and moon landing and nukes and all that. Obviously, I disagree with. But I'm not a purity guy. Like I can listen to people's point of view without having to agree with them on everything. Like the things I tell people to do with me, I have no problem doing. That's why sometimes I'll post a a pod I like and they're like, but this guy thinks 9-11 happened the way they say. And I'm like, I don't care. A lot of it's good. Having been hit spanked, I never hit my kids. You can parent without it. Kids feel humiliation and shame with discipline at different degrees. And sometimes it's too spirit crushing with physical force. Uh, that's your choice, but the question on the table isn't that. It's, is it in the same realm as pedophilia, son cook bear, okay? And it's not even a debate. It's not even up for, if you want to debate that, I think you're fucking crazy. Now, you can say that by withholding things, by using discipline like uh, sending them to their room, blah, 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 it works better. Fine, that's a fine debate, but you could say that Withholding something from them is violence, you know, or whatever. Spanking a kid, hitting a kid with a belt isn't in the same realm as fucking a kid. Like the fact that that was even a debate on the Internet where everyone called me crazy and said I was secretly gay is insane. And uh, I I posted something else a, a minute ago. Let me read that to you about conservatives versus... Liberals, because liberals in classic inversion, liberals are conservatives and conservatives are liberals. Uh, I said, it's funny how liberals actually are conservative and conservative are liberal. Liberal means to not restrict, to be open, to allow more. Conservative means to control, have fixed rules, be measured and conscientious. The mainstream conservative stance is to say, I don't care who you fuck in the ass, just don't make me watch. The conservative stance on immigration As long as we have the paperwork, the more the better. The conservative stance on drugs. Less laws mean more money. Do whatever you want. Just don't make me suck you off for meth. Liberals have a very strict and ordered view of the world, and everyone who doesn't comply should be punished, which will always be the superior position. You can't even get a conservative to admit sodomy is wrong, no matter who does it. They can't take any stance on anything. They are actually, by definition, liberal, which means they've already conceded all ground. And I was testing Luis J. Gomez about that, where I was like, you, so you can, 
So disciplining a kid with a belt, you find disgusting and you think the parents should be murdered. What about a guy banging a guy in the ass? Oh, why is that always on your mind? You're the gay one. You can't even say it's bad. That's the whole point I'm trying to make. You can't even admit that's wrong, that isn't ideal, that's gross, that should be kept out of the view of public. I, I think it's pretty obvious that young children seeing two homos on the street kissing is more damaging to them than being spanked. Fact. Like, that isn't, like, that's my whole point. Oh, you're secretly new. Because my point is so obviously valid, the only argument is an attack on my character that makes no sense. A father of four who's happily married, whose entire Hollywood career, there hasn't been a glimmer of uh, any, no one thought I was gay because I'm not at all gay. Oh, you saying you're not gay means you're gay. So the fact that when I was single, I was just always hooking up with women and then I got married and now I have a bunch of kids and I live on a farm and I'm not remotely gay. Oh, well, that means you're gay. No, you're only saying that because my point is so fucking obvious. We're all seeing it now. You know, I'm not representing a minority. I'm not the crazy guy in the woods. If you stop 10 people on the street at this point, I would say eight of them agree with every single thing I'm saying right now. That like exposing children to sodomites, trannies, uh, you know, all these crazy behaviors is more damaging. And the public existence of sodomites is damaging to children. Absolutely. And you could argue that physical discipline is not damaging to children, that abuse is, that wanting to hurt a kid is, that wanting to take out your physical frustrations on a kid is damaging to kids. But I know a lot of really, really good people that were both disciplined as kids and disciplined their kids with force. And to have these drug-addicted sodomites Judging them and saying they're going to kill them is fucking absurd. Okay. Uh, what did Codsworth say here? You get to beat your kids with a switch at Niggles Chicken. Well, that's interesting. Odd theory. If you pro- proclaim you're gay, you're gay. If you say you're not gay or that it's wrong, you're also gay. That's just gay. Oh, yeah, that's the trick. They're like, oh, Owen Benjamin's a bisexual man. I go, no, I'm not. Not even a little. They go, oh, oh, that means he's gay. Like, imagine if someone goes, Owen Benjamin lives in France. No, no, I don't live in France. Oh, that means he lives in France. It's like society collapsing levels of retardation. Anyway, speaking of, let's take a look at uh, Sadaloon. So I was listening to this podcast And it's funny how little things just slip out. Like, this guy's a CIA guy, and he's talking to another dude. Check this out. In 91, because that's how long it took to move the satellite that was over the Soviet Union to put it over Iraq. What? Can you imagine? And we're all, like, patiently waiting. Where's the satellite today? Oh, it's over Turkmenistan. It's on its way. Why did it take so long for a satellite to get there? Because that's 
how long it took in 1990. Jesus. Yeah. They move like 17,000 miles an hour now. Uh-huh. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And in the meantime, and you they're can just, everywhere. They're everywhere. The whole the whole globe is covered. And now they're not even classified. Now you can buy, you know, Google Earth images. Right, right. Yeah. Back then, it was so highly classified, we couldn't even acknowledge that there were such a... Okay, so he was talking about how it took months to get a satellite from the Soviet Union to the Middle East. Months. And the other dude says, well, I thought they traveled 17,000 miles an hour. He was like, not back then they didn't. And you could tell Danny Jones there was like, looking at him like, wait, what? So when I was a kid in the 1980s, they told us about satellites. That satellites were traveling... 10 times faster than a AR-15 bullet, okay? And they're in a constant, they're falling around the earth. That's what they told us, that they got them going so fast that they'd let go and they'd be in something called an orbit. And an orbit is nothing more than gravity pulling on an object, but it's going so fast that it curves at the same rate, it's falling at the same rate it's spinning, so it goes in a perfect circle. And there's something called orbital decay, where every year it's like six inches, they lose an orbital decay as it slowly, uh, it's all bullshit. Okay, if I was gonna steel man his argument, even though you can tell by how they're interacting that this isn't what he was saying, the best argument I could make for what he's saying is that there was a satellite going around the earth, going over the Soviet Union, and they had to move the orbit towards the Middle East. And it was going, because it took like six months to get the satellite from the Soviet Union over to the Middle East. But that sure as shit isn't what it sounded like. It sounded like he was saying the satellite is just slowly going to the Middle East because I believe that the satellites are attached to balloons. Oh, that sounds crazy. Okay, well, here they are. This is literally what satellites are. And it's not only, it's not even debatable. This is what a satellite is. Here we have them being launched from Antarctica. They're attached to helium balloons, and they sit over, uh, they, they just sit in a grid pattern over the world, okay? And they can slowly move with little tiny thrusters, but it takes a super long time. That's a satellite. Those things are not falling at 17,000 miles an hour in a circle. That's fucking retarded. Okay, so that's what a satellite looks like. They attach it to a balloon and they release it and then they sit, they sit over the area that they're monitoring and they do monitor. I mean, the, the things the satellites do um, are incredible. There it goes. There's the satellite there. And, uh, and there it goes. That's what a satellite is, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, it's not in free fall going 17,000 miles an hour. That's literally retarded. The satellites he's referring to allegedly have a highly elliptical orbit. The issue is changing the relative. No, no, no. I know, well, I understand what he's saying, but if you listen to how they're talking, that isn't what he's saying. Listen. He said it took six months to move the satellite. In 91, because that's how long it took to move the satellite that was over the Soviet Union to put it over Iraq. What? Can you imagine? And we're all like patiently waiting. Where's the satellite today? Oh, it's over Turkmenistan. It's on its way. Why did it take so long for a satellite to get there? Because that's 
how long it took in 1990. Jesus. Yeah. They move like 17,000 miles an hour now. Uh-huh. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And in the meantime... Okay, so in that exchange, one is claiming... He's not saying that it's going in a big circle. Like, oh, it's over Turkmenistan. Oh, it's moving. Their, their claim would be it goes around the entire globe. Like, here it is over Idaho. Now it's over Japan. Now it's over Siberia. Now it's over Argentina. And we're slowly moving it. That's retarded, guys. It's so fucking stupid. I don't even want to, like, argue about it. It's like arguing about whether or not spanking a kid's as bad as fucking a kid. That makes more sense as a Sadaloon moving with air currents to the Middle East drifting. Yeah, and he's saying that they're watching it moving slowly. And then Danny says, now don't they move 17,000 miles an hour? And he's like, yeah, now it's okay. So let's take another look at what, uh, what these things actually are. Okay, here is uh, the famous rockets. Because they're the same thing. And I want you to look. And tell me this looks like it's falling like a giant metal object or a balloon that's lost its air hey, or helium. Hey, guess what? Yeah, what's up? We got more proof for them. Really? You yeah. got something good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Let, let's see. I want to see. It's good. People think that wasn't a balloon, but then... It's funny. I know. They, they tell me it wasn't a balloon. Oh, bro. Good work. Good work. Okay, these guys are retards, but yeah, they're balloons. And the number one consumer of helium in the world is NASA. (laughs) And if you watch the launches, like the whole thing is like moving like a balloon. And that's why they use several different cameras because they'll launch. They really do launch rockets and they do these arcs and they fall somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle, which is why you're not allowed to go in there because I'm guessing there's thousands of rockets. I mean, that's just a guess, but whatever. And that's why they cut every like four seconds. They just keep cutting because an actual rocket, if you watch a ballistic missile being launched, it's violently fast, right? If you watch a NASA launch, it's not like that. It looks an awful lot like a balloon and (laughs) like they go and the thing slowly starts moving up, you know, an actual rocket doesn't slowly move up. It goes, it's like hyper acceleration immediately. No human body would survive being inside a rocket like that. The G-forces would be way too powerful. Everyone at NASA must have really squeaky voices. The mental gymnastics people have to play to believe this crap is insane. Yeah, and I'm, I'm very, under, I'm understanding, you know, I'm, I get it. Okay, so here is, uh, here is, um, Strickland, Sean Strickland, being the shit out of... I know I'm, uh, I know I've been hitting this for a while, no pun intended, but this is my personality. When I see something, I really go for it because uh, this guy just sucks so bad, Sean Strickland. You know, because he's always trying to come off as the based guy about how like, oh, trans is stupid or whatever, but he always has to add, I don't care who you fuck. I don't care who you fuck. Just don't make me watch. So sodomy's fine. Trans is fine. It's all fine. Just don't make me watch. That's the loser position. Rumble is struggling. What's going on? Are we, uh, are we having issues? One second. One second, ladies and gentlemen. 
Coddington has not alerted me. How is Rumble struggling, Borpheus? I love the video Weiss has that shows the rocket bounce a little before taking off. Yeah, exactly like a balloon. And let me just check in and make sure I'm going strong here. Uh, unauthorized payment processor still down. So um, I'm doing this for, uh, you know, the only income I have right now is Super Chat. Switch to kick works now. I'll shut the fuck up. Well, Coddington isn't saying shit. Is there a problem? Uh, hang on one second. One second. Uh, Rumble fine with me. Rumble's fine. Okay, let's go. So this is uh, Sean Strickland and Sneeko. Okay, so he threw the towel in. He threw the towel in and keeps on pummeling him. Towel got thrown in. Okay, you guys want to see Strickland with an actual fighter? Check this out. This is hilarious. Okay, so so he's all about etiquette. He's all about sparring etiquette. You know, he's like, man, you could have hurt my elbow. And so the MMA bros would be like, no, bro, you don't understand. Like what he did could have seriously fucked up his elbow. Oh, really? What is what could this do to someone's head? There you go. Oh. 
Okay, let's take another look at how Strickland acts. I just want to talk about, I, I understand why Luis J. Gomez doesn't like bullies. I get it. If he is coming from the Puerto Rican history where like disciplining your kid meant like beating the shit out of your kid or humiliating your kid or when his Puerto Rican dad got drunk, he like hit him with a fucking hammer. Sure. I don't like bullies either. All right. This dude is not what he claims to be. Because what he claims to be is some savage, some, you know, oh, I just go hard, man. I'll fucking teach you a lesson. He's not. He's a little bitch. And I'll show you what he did that, that pissed him off. Okay, so real quick. So he has his arm here, and the big fat guy cranks it, right, he like pulls on it right there. And that can be really bad. So if he actually had cranked it, so he had his arm in a position where he could bend it this way, which is really bad for your elbow. I mean, we all know that we all know. So all you MMA bros, I get it. When you're like, oh, what you don't understand, Big Bear, is if you hyperextend the elbow, it can really fuck up your elbow. Trust me, I understand. So all the fat guy did, he didn't hyperextend his elbow. He just cranked it a little, basically to show him. And if I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt, it's to show him how vulnerable he was because he didn't break his arm. Very little pressure is needed to break someone's arm if you can crank it this way. So he did a quick little crank. Strickland got really nervous and scared and was basically like, dude, that's not cool. That's not cool. We don't hurt each other in sparring. Like this fucked up, man. Okay. That's all it was. That's all it was. And yeah, it can do damage, but that's all it was. Oh, oh motherfucker! Hey. The fuck? Why, bro? Why? Why? Get away from me, bro. Get away from me, bro. Bro, what the fuck, man? Why, dude? What happened? What? You're right. You sitting in that, bro. You fucking know what you did. What happened? What you know what you fucking did. Did what? What you do? What I do? You know what you did. did you what I do? Did you see that shit? Did you see that shit? No, you were a fucking dick, dude. What happened? Like this. Nah, dude, it was a fucking dick move, dude. Dude, how the fuck is it a dick move? It's grappling. It's fucking grappling. Like this. Boom. Like yeah, that. that's a fucking dick move. How is it a fucking dick move? That's a submission. That's a submission, bro. Let's go. Let's go. Don't do that. Bro, that's a dick. Why don't fucking I got a fucking fight. Like, Strickland's arm is fine. Like, he didn't hurt his arm. That video I showed you, he gave Sneeko a concussion. Don't do jujitsu to me in a jujitsu match. Haha. He didn't break his arm. It'd be one thing if he broke his arm. Uh, it'd be one thing if he broke his arm. Like, I understand that. Like, if the fat guy was like, snap, like, that would be insane. But he wasn't. He just gave it a little flick. Like, look, there's your weakness. That's where it is. And he's like, whoa, dude, that really scared me, man. Hey, whoa, huh. watch the fucking video, dude. Watch the fucking video. Meanwhile, he takes a YouTuber with no fighting experience whatsoever and, and tries to knock him out as hard as he can to his head. Brain injuries are way, way, way worse than, than uh, elbow injuries. Okay, look at this little fag. Bro, you're trying to do a hyper arm. I'm hurting you. That was a quick submission. Bro, no. why the fuck did you punch me? That wasn't. Why, why the fuck did you punch me? Why the fuck did you punch me? 
Okay, okay, okay. We're all good. We're all good. Come on, bro. We're all good. Hey, Let's be honest, bro. You know, you know, if someone does this to you and you try to yank that shit, that's dirty, bro. We all know it's dirty. Bro, you went to the underhook. I know. I got. Okay, let's go. You guys got three minutes. We're calling it three minutes. No punches. No punches. No weird. No weird shit. Just, just bad stuff. I'm good, dude. Mom, it's fun. Really? It clean, dude. It was clean. Come on. Come on, bro. It was clean. Come on. That was not malicious whatsoever. Yeah. If I wanted to fucking break it, I would have fucking broken it. I don't know, man. Watch the fucking video. Hey, bro. You need to learn how to not get under like that. Down, it's a dangerous yeah, position. It's, it's a dangerous position to put your arm. So nah, now you learn okay, something. Though. No, it's I don't want to be hurt. No, I'm fucked, dude. Yeah, so that's why I make fun of them, just so you guys know. Okay, so India, so Global Affairs out of Twitter said, the Indian government has issued executive orders requiring acts to act on specific accounts and posts subject to potential penalties, including significant fines and imprisonment. So Pajit Week was not was pretty rough on India. India is now uh, trying to get anybody that makes fun of them on Twitter arrested and fined. They want, they're always posting, you know, my geolocation and all this shit. They're always trying to threaten me. They've posted, the Pajits have uh, tagged the FBI, like my address to come arrest me. Okay. Like they're so fucking crazy. It's insane. Like they don't understand that that's not how America is. Like we don't, the FBI doesn't go arrest people for making fun of shitting in the street. In complying with the orders, we will withhold these accounts and posts in India alone. However, we disagree with these actions. and main, So they're going to do it, but they disagree with the actions. Okay. Consistent with our position, a writ appeal challenging the Indian government blocking orders remains pending. Due to legal restrictions, we are unable to publish the executive orders, but we believe that making them public is essential for transparency. This lack of disclosure can lead to a lack of accountability and arbitrary decision-making. So they say, we won't be transparent, but we believe in being transparent. Okay, but I actually have, I actually have found um, the government of India's request to Rishi Sunak has actually been made public to ban Owen Benjamin from the internet. Here it is. Biggest issues, choke. Is the... Is the impact of Okay. For those of you just listening, it said, I fuck you, bloody, bloody fuck you. The Bajits are gonna play Jews in this thing, they're way out of their league. Dude, the Jews are out of their league at this point. Everybody's spiraling. Haven't you guys been noticing that things are just falling apart out there? So, so yeah, so India wants, India is now requesting the Twitter fine and arrest anyone that says that flushing, flushing your poop and not eating it is, uh, is a good thing. All right. My buddy sent me this dude. I sent the stream to my buddy who didn't know you and he read your ADL page and he was cracking up. He's convinced that your publicist wrote it and that this was some sort of long game. 
They seriously quote so many of your jokes. It's so funny. Yeah, the ADL has actually worked quite well for me. I mean, um, um, I don't have a publicist, but that's pretty funny. It's not the first time they also tried to censor PewDiePie over the T-Series meme. Uh, they're just so they're just so despicable. Speaking of despicable, you know how I say that Jews are super cheap and aggressive and they lie? They know this. They're not ashamed of it. Here is a Los Angeles Times article from 1997. It's a sin to be a sucker in Israel. In short, a friar is anyone who seeds ground, plays completely by the rules, or allows someone to get the better of him. The ideal Israeli is clever and tough, and Friar is the opposite, a pushover in the way that Israelis often perceive Americans to be. They literally think you're stupid if you believe them. Kind of like if you say, wow, black guys like chicks with big fat asses. And people go, oh, that's very offensive. Don't say that. You say it to a black guy, they're like, yeah. It's kind of like if they say, uh, if they say, oh, Owen Benjamin triggers people. And someone's like, shh, shh, that's very offensive to Owen. I'm like, no, I know. I, I get it. I like it. You understand? Like, they aren't offended by that. They, it's like their entire culture is to lie and trick and scheme and steal and, and, uh, and never cede any ground and constantly fight with everybody and create tension. Like, they like it. They're like, you know, it's like uh, blacks with fat asses where it's like, oh, yeah. Uh, looks like blacks like chicks with fat asses. Oh, that's very racist and very true. Pajits are low-key making me respect Mossad Israel a tiny bit more. Yeah, the thing about Pajits is before Pajit week, I didn't mind the Indian accent. I thought it was kind of charming. Uh, and now I like hate it. Like I, <laughs> like whenever I, I hear an Indian accent, I just, I'm like, I feel disgusted. And they're like, well, my friend, if you just look like somebody emailed me a, uh, a video about uh, about something with uh, with momentum and why you can hover in a balloon and the earth doesn't spin under you. And and it showed like someone going 20 miles an hour in a truck and he throws a ball up. And, and I'm like, this is so fucking dumb. But it made it even worse that it was an Indian saying it. They're like. Oh, my friend, it is very simple to understand the science of momentum. Look here at the truck with the ball. And I'm like, Ugh! like they're always forever. They will be. I find them. I find them revolting. You know, and the more they threaten me and the more they say that, dude, you know how many of them have like tweeted me my phone number and address and geolocator and all that. I'm like, you're disgusting. Because they're so used to people getting really scared and being like panicking and shutting down and all that. I'm like, dude, I have a farm stand. You realize I sell fucking food out of the front of my house? You know, they're like, we know your full name, Owen Benjamin Smith. I'm like, dude, the only reason I dropped my last name is because a black guy already was in SAG. You think I'm scared of people knowing my fucking name? Guys, I'm not some agent. I'm not some like uh, bad actor on the world stage. I'm just a dude with a name. Dude, my whole life, everybody's address was in a, a, a white pages. Like you just looked up your friends. You get everybody would get a uh, a phone book delivered to their door, 
And you just look up where everyone lives and you could like go to people's houses and say hello. And that was before we had like 50 million insane foreigners come here with no like that are like violent and psychotic. And that's why a lot of people uh, don't want people to know where they live just because of uh, blacks and Pajits and El Salvadorians. But I was raised like that. I was never raised to be afraid of people knowing where you are. I'm like, what? Isn't like back in my day, dude, like people, you would find someone's address and you would literally go there and knock on their door. Yeah. It was called the white pages. Yeah. But they, they're, they always like threaten you. Like they're going to kill you. They're like, we know right where you are. I'm like, what does that mean? You know, that happened to me recently with this, with this tough guy. I'll leave all the, all the details aside, but I did this guy a favor. He needed help with a profession and I know a really good person in that profession. And so I hooked him up and, uh, and then he accused my friend of stealing and called him names. And I said, that doesn't sound like him. And then he admitted he didn't steal and, uh, but he was still right to hate him. And my friend had done him a, a favor and this dude's like psychotic. Okay. And so I start being like, so you're going to say sorry about saying my friend was a fucking thief. He's like, I'm not sorry. Okay. And so then we're going back and forth. And I'm like calling him out for all kinds of other shit. And he's like, oh, you're such a keyboard warrior. You'd never say this to my face. I'm like, let's meet up. I'm like, no violence. This isn't like tough guy stuff, but let's meet up. You name the place. Let's meet up. And I want to see you say this shit to my face because you're the fucking keyboard warrior. And then radio silence. Because people are so full of shit, man. Because what this guy said about my friend, he goes, Oh, I really hope to see him out one day. I'm like, and do what? Like, is that a fucking threat? You accused him of stealing from you. You admit he didn't. And now you're threatening him? I'm like, bro, you're this, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, let's meet up right now. We'll talk it out. Maybe we'll resolve it. Right? This isn't like, let's meet up and fight. This isn't a Sean Strickland, like, I'll, I'll go pro murder you know, at all. Like I'm not fighting people, but I'm like, if you want to meet up with me, you name the place. We'll meet up. You tell me to my face how I'm a fucking keyboard warrior. And my friend who did you a favor stole from you, but he really did it. And you tell me how he's a Jew and I'm a bitch and all this stuff. Like you fucking say it to my face, dude. And then he never wrote back again. And it's just like, that's how so many people are. They're like, Oh, I know where you are. I want to see you in public. It's like, for what? You're going to kill me? You're going to beat me up? Like, what's your plan? Why do you say stuff like that? You know, it's like, I don't mind seeing you. You want to talk it out? I don't want to fight you. I'm not going to like, I don't fantasize about violence. But like, don't be a liar. Like, I'm a very in-person sort of guy. You know, I'm very, <laughs> so many people are just awful. Oh yeah, this guy is terrible. And I was doing him a favor after he had already done something wrong to me. Like he had done something wrong where it showed his character, but I knew some of my friends knew him and I was like, I'll give it another shot. I'll help him out. You know, he needed this profession. It's a very high level profession. And I'm like, I know the guy I'll hook you up within a day. He goes, your fucking friend is a Jew fuck. He stole five grand from me. If I ever see him, I'll fucking, and I'm like, he didn't steal five grand from you. There's no fucking chance. And he's like, oh yeah, he didn't. He refunded me. But like, 
he, I still don't like him. And I'm like, and say you're sorry, asshole. Like, say thank you and I'm sorry. And he's like, uh, fuck you. You wouldn't say the keyboard warrior. I'm like, I'm not a keyboard warrior. The only violence I find myself daydreaming about is home defense. I don't even daydream about that. I don't want anyone. I don't even want to be in that position. I know how much violence sucks and like how many ways it can go bad that I don't even, I just, I'm just like, if you want to talk it out, great. When people show you who they are, listen to them a hundred percent guarantee. They see you in person and leave before you see them since reality or six, eight scares them. And I've, I've been with this guy in in person before. And he's like this smiley, meek, small, you know, he's very rich. He has tons of money in a, in a profession that I find, I don't know. I have my opinions and he's always like, Hey man, yeah, you know, I'm doing, he's always like so nice and so smiley. And then he fucking accuses my friend of stealing admits he's wrong and then calls me a keyboard warrior and then won't respond when I'm like, let's meet up. And I've seen him. And oh, and another thing about this guy, he hates Jews. I find Jews annoying. I don't hate Jews. I find them annoying. I, I think their tricks are insane. Like they, they'll always tell you what happened, but never why. You know, and we'll get to uh, Brittany Greener. I, it's funny. I now know the full story about that. It's, it's funny how like our entire foreign policy is basically like a Jew now, you know, like they'll be like, Oh, someone just kicked me out of the restaurant for being a Jew. And then you find out he was masturbating at a table, but they just always leave that, that part out. Like I'm annoyed by Jews. I don't hate them. I don't say, I don't like call people kikes and stuff. I, I don't like, I just, I have no problem with the word. I'll laugh sometimes if someone says it, but I don't have that like deep hatred at all. Like, I'm just like, I won't let them pull their victim shit. I won't perpetuate their lies like Anne Frank and all this shit. Um, but I don't, the, the people that hate the Jews the most act the most like Jews. And I wrote that to this guy, you know, after he like, went silent and would, would not confront me. Oh, I, I, I'm above that. I'm like, you are an entitled, greedy, you know, legalistic, you know, he loves suing people. Everything's always everyone else's fault. You know, like every business partner he's ever had has fucked him over and everyone just uses him. And when in reality, it's him all the time, you know? And it's like, you're a, you Check one, check two, hello, hello, check one, check two, check one, check two, check one, check two, am I live, hello, hello, I'm here normally glitchy, uh, UATV goes dark after BB declares his internet is down, am I live, Live. So what's going on at Unauthorized? Kyneton, can you let me know what's happening or no? Is this some kind of uh, fun game? DLive is up. Can someone tell me when it stopped working? Like how long did I talk for no reason, Coddington? Was it like an hour? Lower bit rate to zero. I know, it's fucking retarded. 
I lowered it from 3,000 to 60. Five minutes max. I heard Putin talk. Okay, let's just move on. Is it uh, is it is it live again? Is unauthorized not working? Got it now on Rumble. Very pixelated. So what's the point? There's no point if it's that bad. You want to know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna turn the bitrate up. There we go. Oh shit! I just changed the audio rate. Does that matter? Video bitrate. I'm taking it way higher. I'm not fucking around. I'm, I'm turning into the skid. Bitrate just went to 1,000. Much better now. Everything's good. Got it now. Rumble very pixelated. Um, all right. Just let me know when we're good to go. I might make, I might make the bitrate even higher. I'm going to take it to 2,000. That's, that's how I negotiate. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Bitrate? 2,000. Fuck you, Coddington. I'm listening like the radio. I just need a few BB colored pixels. UA gone dark, says Lily. Well, Coddington doesn't ever respond. Why do you think everyone gives me updates, Cod? You think it might be because you don't? Turn quality up to max. Now it looks good and it stopped. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to do this if it's just going to be random people saying random stuff. I need one point man that I give 50% of my super chats to to let me know what the fuck is going on. It stalled when I said 2,000. This isn't fun at all for me. Like the last thing I want to do is sit around just going, now is it good? Uh, now is it good? And Coddington just goes dark. Coddington's gone. He's definitely napping. Okay, so I'm turning off all the chats until everything is running smoothly. No, Coddington, I need the chat. You don't respond. So now that the chat's gone, I'm sitting here just staring at a screen with no feedback at all. What's the point? Do I start talking about uh, NAFTA? Do I read super chats? Like it's completely pointless. All right, I'm here in a normally glitchy land. No glitching at all. Woohoo, says Lilac Bear. The higher the bitrate goes, the more it will do a stutter. Is unauthorized down? What's the magic number? Five times? I know I'm a little aggressive. I hurt my Achilles heel today. I didn't get to exercise. So I'm extremely angry. Um, Every day I I exercise. Today I'm walking around like I'm Benny. And so... um, I think I have a buildup of energy and anger. God, let the chat on. UA is back. Why was it down? Do you want me to just sit here? UA is fine. Well, not according to a lot of people that I trust, Coddington. Much love, BB. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't, it is what it is. I'm just not going to sit here while everybody's like, ugh. I was enjoying the Russian gravy. I was too. Imagine this telegram situation times 10. Well, I'm only looking at telegram. I don't care about the other chats, Coddington. 
So do I keep going? What do you guys want me to do? You want to, want to see how expensive Coca is getting? Cocoa? Chocolate is now getting extremely expensive. Look at that. No one cares. All right, I'm just going to read a letter or two and then call it a day. Uh, I told Sneeko I'd do his stream later, so that'll be, uh, that'll be good. Each stream output is different and requires different setup, especially on reloads. Um, all right. To Jack's parents, I am number three of four boys born six and a half years apart. Number three of four is known as the forgotten child lost in the shuffle, let's say. My mom always forgot my birthday my entire life, so please don't forget number three. I will remind you in the future. Broken Arrow Bear, and thank you for the super chat, Broken Arrow Bear. It means a lot. Uh, when we're done today, I'll send you a video showing you how this all works. Oh, after, after it's all over. All right. Coco, pause, look at that pause, letter Sneego. This is just humiliating. My, my, the trolls are going to have a field day with this. They're already just squirting that I, I lost unauthorized. And now it's like, oh, he can't even do a live stream. He can't. It's all falling apart for him. I bet his wife leaves him. I deal with this shit all day long. All I need, all I need is just some goddamn updates. Oh, looks good. Oh, do this. Oh, it's down. Oh, unauthorized is down. Oh, it's back up again. Meanwhile, I'm just like, I'm just going to be the laughing stock of every comment section of, of everything that I'm not allowed to go on. But why would anyone know how that feels? Oh, then why don't you go, why don't you fucking, why don't you go correct the record? They don't let me on the shows and I'm not even allowed on YouTube. I can't even respond. They just get to sit around and be like, look at how gay he is. Look, he's. He lost his mind. His wife left him. He killed his dog. Oh, don't you know? He stole all this money. And I'm not even allowed on the platforms to respond. And now I can't even make money on my own fucking site. And they're like, yeah, finally. People that I used to trust are now rooting for me and my family's complete demise. For no goddamn reason. They're like, oh, well, you got to pay. You got to pay for how you handled... How you treated poor Jim Bob? Unfucking real, man. Ugh. He ate a pop brownie, then went trans. Oh, it's nonstop. Oh, and just keep going. We'll get the full gravy on replay. I don't want to hear from anyone in France. All right. Do you know how much shit France has caused us this last week? So our payment processor apparently was bought by a French company, who then banned everything cool. Do you know how many days I get emails from Twitter saying, according to French law, this tweet has been banned? You want to know what tweet they banned today? Was that every time I eat sugar, I get really racist. Apparently, that's not allowed in France. France sucks so bad, I never want to hear anything out of anyone who's ever been to France. Paying the gay away for figuring unauthorized just now. I don't even know. Is unauthorized working? Is it, is it just open to everybody or is it just for uh, subscribers? No one tells me shit. <sighs> Beep bop, pay the gay away for all the glitches, guys. I mean, who cares? Who fucking cares, right? What's, who cares? I mean, I'm already thinking about whether or not I can become a janitor. 
Dude, you guys will miss this stream if it goes down. You know that. Like, literally. Oh, I just... Sorry, I was joining in on the, on the trolls. With the trolls. I just thought it was good, clean fun. They're, they're rooting for me to not have an income so my family falls apart. Because they feel that I wa- they didn't like one of my jokes. And I'm no victim, but it's just like, Kyneton, do we have to feed them this material? Oh, look, Owen's having a full meltdown. Oh, look at him. It's over for him. Like, I, and I can't even fucking respond. I never see them in person. If I ever see them in person, they never act like that. Because I have a couple times. Like, let's say I ran into one of these guys in person. They would literally say hi and smile and want an autograph. That's how sick this all is. It's all fucking fake. God says, and they wonder why I laugh when they OD. Yeah. I'm not a proponent of original sin, but if sin is synonymous with weakness, couldn't one say the babies are in fact born in sin? I don't know. I don't, I don't care at all. Like whatever the fuck you wanted to think, just whatever. I'm not here to talk to you about sin. I need this stream to keep my sanity, baby. Rim job. That's why it's like, I don't get why people are so flippant with it. Where they're just like, like there was this one nasty little troll that I have never not been completely nice to. And I've like been so fucking nice to this guy. And out of nowhere, he starts posting like, oh yeah, it's over for Owen. He's fucked. Oh look, he, he's such a grifter. And I'm like, and then I just see another person that I know like the post. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Apparently the person uh, didn't know what the post was. They just liked it. And I'm like, whatever. The French, are, but it's just so stupid. It's like, you know how much this is hanging on by a thread, right? <laughs> like I get kicked off. All payment processors in America, well, now we have some more options, obviously, but it's like, this is not like a, like, we, we all need to constantly help with this stream. If the stream goes down, I'm never going to Red Lobster again. We haven't blamed the French for anything in a while. Feels good to say this is all their fault. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, and dude, you're going to want this stream when shit continues to degrade. Look out there, man. Like, look out there at the landscape. People are spiraling. They're like, everybody's talking apocalypse and it's the end of the world and everyone's acting fucking insane. And then you come to this stream and I'm just kind of talking about funny stuff and reading letters. You want this stream during this time. And every other stream has been financially incentivized to push bullshit, to start wars, to push degeneracy, to push drugs like Legion of Skanks and Dave Smith can't talk to me in public, but they can sell the youth Kratom and sodomy. All right. I got to calm down. I'm just getting fucking annoyed. The, the fucking trolls are loving this. They're like, they watch every minute of every stream. They love it. They're like, Oh, did you see the way he breathed today? Something's definitely wrong between him and Amy. Did you see the shirt he's wearing? It doesn't look freshly pressed. I think something's wrong. I think it's only a matter of time till he goes down. All it is is people who have shit lives and gave up on trying to make their life better. When they see someone else have a speed bump, they want 
you to suffer like they do. Oh yeah, yeah. But for me, it's a, it's like tons of people do that. <laughs> and so the people that I rely on, I just want you guys to like, you know, fucking help out a little, right? You don't need to fucking, that's all right. You guys are fine. I'm taking it out on you, I guess. The Germans, uh, Cod dusts off his red lobster apron. He, he should. Kyneton, you better uh, get used to filling up grape drank at fucking table 33. Hello, Owen, breaker of spells, builder of walls, and appreciator of Black History Month. It is I, the watchman, who for years enjoyed the reaction of others learning I did not have a bear in my name, but have been in the community for years. Please verify me as Watchman Bear. Welcome, Watchman Bear. It's a circus out there. And it's going to get way worse. There's no end in sight. Our foreign policy is a bunch of dirty, paranoid Jews poking at people and pretending they're oppressed. Okay? Like, how do you fix that? You know, they're just like, they, they like poke and do shit to people and then they go, oh, they're trying to hit me. It's insane. And then you look at like, like I was listening to this one podcast because I'm trying to better understand how normal people are thinking right now, like mainstream. So I'm listening to more mainstream stuff. That's why I was listening to like that CIA guy and that type of shit, like mainstream alternative. And guys, they're retarded. Like I was listening to this one guy, like Julian Dory or Julian Dorsey or whatever. Smart guy, seems very intelligent, really good memory, interesting guess. But he's talking to this finance guy about like, you know, wealth and China and, you know, all this shit about how to invest. And he was his friend on Wall Street. In, in one section, they will, they will act like they have no idea why the middle class is starting to hate them. They're like, I remember growing up where if someone had a Ferrari and other people would look at it, they'd be like, man, I want that Ferrari. And now people just like throw rocks at it. And people are like, yeah, what happened to people? Why are people so crazy? And then a half hour later in the same conversation, they're like, yeah, it's good we exported all the industry to China because instead of a $12 mat, it's $4. So it's a win-win. You know, we can get all this capital to flow into America. We can deregulate. We can have China build all our shit. That's why they hate you. You know, and they're talking about how they should tax the poor more or just have a flat tax so that the rich can can build more opportunity for the poor because we want rich people to provide the opportunities and the jobs for the middle class, but they don't because there's no more industry of building. And then they go, oh yeah, but people thought that about, about horse and buggy people and then they built cars, but now they don't build anything. Now they don't build anything. Now your job is to sit around and, uh, and, and buy and sell soy futures. And a lot of men need to work with their hands. They need to build things. That's like how they're programmed. When you take all of building, all of manufacturing, all of the financial ability for a man to have a job with a wife at home, with kids, with a house they can afford without unpayable debt, when you take that away from people, they're going to fucking hate you for it. And when these Wall Street guys get more money, they don't create more jobs. They don't create more wealth in America. They offshore it. They buy fucking digital currency and yachts and shit. And they're like, they're like babies. 
If you want people to look at your wealth and say, man, I, one day, one day I want to be like them, then you have to have honor and provide opportunity for the middle class and give them purpose. And if you're rich, it's because you earned it from work and honor and morality, not because you fucking know how to buy and sell derivatives, not because you know how to like analyze the media for when there's a, when there's a resistance and how to fucking short sale GameStop, you're not creating any value. And so I'm listening to these people. I'm like, you're headed towards a full fuck. Like the, the majority of people at this point want to flip the, flip the table. Cause why not? You can't let them, if they can't buy into the dream, if they can't buy into the system, why not burn it down? It's so obvious. Like why not burn it down? That's why I'm trying to help people buy in to God's system. You know, you don't need them for family or gardening or local business or starting your own business or getting out of debt or all this stuff that I say. It's like you can still buy into the dream. But these rich people in America are not giving people the dream. They're like, maybe one day you can uh, figure out how to pump and dump a digi coin. That's not a fucking dream. You know, whatever preps me for niggles. Am I, am I like live or is this down? I'm, I'm guessing you guys haven't heard any of this. I'm part French. Yeah, we need to get Owen a ham radio. So none of this is, you guys can't hear any of this, right? Uh, what I'm hearing live, Owen calling, you're live. Okay, whatever. So that's what I'm seeing, all right? So this stream is pretty fucking important, in my opinion. And I, I know that sounds narcissistic, but we're looking at a mainstream that doesn't know that boys have dicks, okay? They think the greatest thing ever was a moon landing that was faked by Hollywood, and the worst thing ever was a Holocaust faked by the Red Army, okay? That's how they think, and they're insane. We're like, at any moment, someone could hit a button, and bombs fall from the sky, and everyone dies. Oh, and they think wealth comes from debt. They think that abortion is healthcare. They're fucking nuts, okay? And so if that's your mainstream, then you look at the alt. And the alt's like, yo, we ain't mainstream. We legion of skanks. We're willing to get jerked off by a tranny and take Kratom. It's like, that's not, that's not an alternative, you know? And then even the people that I like, like based people a lot of times, they get so despair heavy. Like, oh, you got to find an abandoned town and start your own thing and get completely off the grid. And no one's going to fucking do that. You know, what I'm trying to do is ease people into racial consciousness without hatred ease people into understanding Jewish nature and Jewish finance without Jew hatred, ease people into understanding that feminism was not figure, like was not designed by women and they're not all stupid whore bitches. As these things are revealed, I want to bring people slowly into a place where they see all the opportunities. And so because of that, I have people that I thought I could trust are like, oh, he's not getting super chats, grift is up, oh, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. And it's like, Owen, you're back. DLive is also back. Best stream in the realm. I love Spaceballs. This is the only stream that actually matters. Well, I've been watching a lot, and so much of it is based on so many fundamental lies. And I'm not perfect. I'm wrong. You know, even right now, like, I'm just flying off the handle. You know, this isn't professional. I'm not good at scaling. I don't want to invest in more shit. Like, 
you know, all the, like the app and the festival and all that. I love that we're doing that, but I don't make much money on any of this. And a lot of times that would have been super chats and I'm fine with that as long as I have unauthorized, but now unauthorized doesn't have a fucking payment processor. So it's like, and it's fine. But then like, Oh, the internet doesn't work. Oh, you're down now. Oh, what were the bit rate? Oh, it's like, okay, well, I thought they meant UA subs, but Bears rallied great this week, last week. No, I'm pumped. I'm fucking pumped. Super chats have been crushing. I don't know what that troll is seeing. I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's just that why it's, it's like so many people just want to destroy. You know, I'm seeing more and more destroyers and it is understandable. It's understandable that like this fucking inverted society we're in where the rich got rich on destroying, on not making anything. Not all the rich, like our local rich here are awesome. Like our local rich families, you look at and you think, I want my kids to be like that. They earned it. They deserve it. They bring value to our area. Uh, I hope they live a thousand years. You know? And it's like, but most of the big icons, they got rich on like developing apps for gambling or like consolidating business and AI and like debt, you know, student loan slavery. You know, like how would you feel if you were told to go to college, you get in $70,000 in debt, you get a job for 50 grand because that's what your major was. Meanwhile, someone who did not go to college is making a hundred grand driving a truck at the same fucking company. You're paying 400 bucks a month for your student loans. And in 10 years, you now own 90 grand and not 70 because you can't even make the fucking interest. And then you look at housing and you're like, well, how do I buy a house? It keeps going up more per year than I even make in an entire year. And then you turn on your fucking podcast and everyone's just like, the key is focused. The key is about winning mindset. And you know, it's all about allocating resources and, and China, we, we put the fucking, and everybody's like, shut the fuck up. And then you have all these fucking blacks being like, oh, how come ain't no one pay us for picking cotton 400 years ago? But yet you're not even allowed to point out that there's something wrong with that, that that's insane, that they're all on fucking welfare and they're treated like babies and they like shoot each other. And then everyone says it's because they don't have enough money. Meanwhile, you're worth less than zero dollars, but because you have white skin, you're an oppressor. This is what, what so many people are living. I don't live that. I'm just super empathetic. I can feel it. I can feel it. My life is nothing like that, but that's what it is out there. And so every day I try and bring people the things that you can't put in a chart that aren't affected by the finance parasites. You know, I try to alchemize that hate into productivity where we look at these grand spells, we laugh at them, and then we focus on what we can control in our lives. And that's, you know, that's what I focus on. And, and fuck everybody that wants to destroy that and call me names and lie and, oh, you're insane, you're gay, the grift is up. It's like, fuck you, man. Okay, I write this time to mention a running joke my daughter and I now have at what is referred to as the Chronicle of Yu Yu. Shout out to Fencing Bear. My daughter is half round eye, and as such, my Norse Gale family are known as white, 
Grandpa, grandma, and wife's Filipino as brown. Grandma, grandpa. This explains the who's who in her mind to eventually associate the positives with color, but associating generally color and works versus churchianities. The running joke was my wife one time had a very ebonic male voice selected on her GPS app and decided to turn it on thinking I was lost uh, when now I'm disgusted. Nig voice. At top of the hill, turn right. It stops on, turn left. And nigger voice. Daughter asks, Dad, what's a G? So I impersonate one. Loud nigger voice. At the top of the hill, make a U-turn. I wave my hand in a 90s DJ sort of way. So yo-yo is now code for nig. Anytime that word is used, my girl cracks a smile. Nice. Very nice letter. Thank you very much. And uh, yeah, here's this. Check this out. Anne Frank's diary gains co-author in copyright move. Yeah, her, do- her uh, diary is now co-authored by her dad, who survived the Titanic. Hmm. You know, like, how are people going to handle this shit as it, as it just keeps coming out? <clears throat> Create an image of men picking cotton. You can ask AI. Well, I am able to generate images. I am unable to fulfill your request to create an image of men picking cotton. They think an image of men picking cotton is fucking hateful. Just picking cotton. Like, how do you pull out of that? Meanwhile, large study links COVID-19 vaccines to possible health issues. Yeah, no shit. Remember when we said that and you called us all a bunch of fucking murderers? Well, maybe you should say you're sorry. Maybe you should all say, like, we're fucking retards and a lot of people died. Oh, man, I am such a... Stefan is live, only BB is getting glitched. Oh, so Malinu's live and unauthorized and I'm the one getting glitched? Is that what's happening? <sighs> Don't become what, uh, what you hate is really great advice to make sure you are breaking trauma loops. Cod says, reload, please, seriously, just reload. They're coming out of the woodwork like someone flipped a switch today. Who are Virginia Bear? I'm monitoring constantly. Content, is there, what's happening on Unauthorized? Am I really down on, on our own website? Is that something I have to, I have to now ponder? Okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, so, uh, for a minute I thought Eric Weinstein was uh, trying to be a real boy. You were, but I got it back. What caused it? Okay. Oh, dude, this is hilarious. Look at this one. God, I'm in such a bad mood. <laughs> like, I just, I, I didn't tear my uh, Achilles heel, but it just, like, hurts so bad to walk, so I, I couldn't work out. And then it's like, you know, all this shit. Unbelievable. I should just get off the internet for a while. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Just put grandma on a wheelchair so all 15 of you can skip the line. Thanks. They post this and they laugh. God forbid they pick one goddamn cotton ball because it might affect the nails that they spend hours painting from nail polish they stole from Walmart and now the Walmart has to close. 
BB is such a legend that it's funny regardless of the alleged glitches. Weinstein had some interesting gravy about string theory in the physics community. I think it's all bullshit. So this is what I said about Weinstein. Uh, where is it? Where is it? What are you guys seeing out there? Am I just being a dick? Is it actually better than I think it is? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, observing Twitter uh, isn't, isn't very good for me. I don't know. I'll figure it out after. Sounds like BB is most definitely a legend on the radar. Um, such a legend that we are rooting for this to work out. Beverly Bear, like why, like what does that mean rooting for this to work out? Like, what do you think? You think the, the stream's going down? You think I'm done? It's like even people that I think are like supporters are always just like, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? They steal your nail work walking out from the nail shop. Uh, I don't know. I'm just pretty. I'm just pretty stressed out, guys. Whatever. Where is the fucking thing about stupid Eric Weinstein? It's a bit rough out there these days. It's better than you think it is, says Gagan. Well, that's good for you, Gagan. Anyway, let's uh, take a look at this. This is pretty funny. Rockfin stream is at 100%. That's good. That's fucking great. Of the Joe Rogan experience, the guest, Eric Weinstein, mentioned the name of my channel and specifically mentioned my video on the levels of Jewish overrepresentation on Rogan's podcast. At first, I wasn't sure if I wanted to comment on this really, but frankly, I thought it was neat that I was just mentioned on Joe Rogan's show at all. Yeah, I was kind of a casual fan of his for a very long time, although I listen to him less now, but suffice it to say, you know, I understand how big the show was, so it was cool. That and the fact that Weinstein described me in a pretty bad light, which displayed a real lack of intellectual honesty on the guy's part. Now, I don't really watch Weinstein, but I know enough about him to know that he sells himself as this impartial seeker of truth, willing to engage with even verboten subjects. He is a card-carrying member of the intellectual dark web, after all. So I was disappointed, if not very surprised, to hear him use my name to spread fear rather than to engage honestly with what my research had brought to light. Here's the clip in question for context, and then I'll talk a little bit about each of the things that he says. We're in an emergency situation, whether you can feel it or not. Like, if you look at, there's a guy named, uh, what is it? Oh, he's figured out Leather Apron Club, which is both the name for the Junto that Benjamin Franklin established, which is something that we revere, and Leather Apron was the name for Jack the Ripper, so it's very clever, oh, Martin Bailey, right? But he, like, he tracks, like, how many Jewish people does Joe Rogan have on his program? You know, and so right off the bat, Weinstein makes the silly accusation that my channel name, Leather Apron Club, has this hidden double sense. That it refers to both Benjamin Franklin's Junto as well as a nickname for Jack the Ripper. And he likens this to a Mott and Bailey argument. I get the feeling that this was done to frame me to both Rogan and to his listeners as some sort of dark figure that would idolize a serial killer. To be clear, I had no idea before making the channel that Jack the Ripper had this nickname. I think that's pretty obscure knowledge to have anyhow. I learned about the Leather Apron Club, which is a philosophy club, from Benjamin Franklin's autobiography. And the majority of my videos, especially those that are on uh, alternative tech platforms like Odyssey and BitChute, are to do with philosophy, so it's kind of a silly assumption to make anyhow. And by the way, if you Google Leather Apron Club, I can confirm that the first several hundred results contain no reference to Jack the Ripper. If you Google just Leather Apron, which I have never done before, it's several dozen results before Jack the Ripper is even mentioned. Who would frame a discussion about a person that they don't know like this? Especially when all I did was publish publicly verifiable data. Next he mentions that all that I did in my video was track how many Jews were on Rogan's podcast. Conveniently missing though from this description of my video are the results. So I'll let you know here that it was 42% 
of all of the political guests on Rogan's podcast that are ethnically Jewish. So that's not counting the athletes, the MMA guys, and the hunters that Rogan has on a show because, well, it turns out 0% of all of these guests were Jewish. So it would skew the results were I to include them with the rest of the population of guests. Now, was there a reason that Weinstein didn't mention these results? It's hard to say. But that was the main takeaway of the video, so I think it's a little bit intellectually dishonest for him to not mention it. I mean, maybe it would undermine the point he was trying to make. But instead, he chose to paint me as some sort of schizo that was just counting Jewish guests for no reason. And as a supposed scientist, it's absurd for this guy to take this position. I quite literally observed a phenomenon, formed a hypothesis, and then gathered data to test that hypothesis. But we're not allowed to discuss the results because people like Weinstein say so. Because he says it indicates we are in, quote, an emergency situation. I really had hope that instead of slandering my name, Weinstein would have taken the harder road to acknowledge the facts before him and come to grips with the reality of the situation. Opening the door to have an intellectually honest conversation about those subjects which we should most desperately want to do so with, those that are verboten and taboo. For a defender of free speech, he seems curiously unwilling to allow mine. But is he even a defender of free speech? I mean, he always says he is, so I guess ostensibly. But he says not two minutes after mentioning my name that we should either limit free speech legally or have free speech, but with social penalties. You have two choices in a society like this. You can either try to control what people think and what they say, or you can have a cultural penalty for saying something that is horrible. And I want us to have free speech with a cultural penalty for these things, as opposed to having to regulate what you can and cannot say. But depending on the nature of the social penalty, are these two tangibly different at all? If it's merely legal to discuss Jewish overrepresentation, yet you will lose your business, have the contents of your bank account stolen, and be transformed into a social pariah by the media, what matter is a legal penalty? He wants people to have free speech, but he is also clearly okay with silencing dissident voices, so long as this silencing is being done by a private company and not the government, as if this distinction has a difference. All in all, it was disappointing to see that we're still unwilling to stand for those rights which we ought to hold most dearly, that we can override what our founding fathers held to be God-given rights if we deem a particular subject too far beyond the pale. Yet it is subjects exactly like this one which we need most desperately to discuss frankly and honestly, rather than relegating them to darkness where they are allowed to fester and worsen. Mr. Rogan, if you truly care about seeking truth, then be willing to talk about these things, rather than letting people like Mr. Weinstein silence the discussion. And I will note, if you want somebody to talk about them with, I will be more than willing to come on your show. All right, so it's kind of funny that Weinstein was talking about Jack the Ripper like it's a really bad thing. And it turns out that Jack the Ripper is Jewish. New DNA evidence has revealed the identity of Jack the Ripper, one of history's most notorious serial killers, is a Jewish man named Aaron Kosminski. The Jewish immigrant from Poland had long been considered a chief suspect in the grisly murders which took place in London. So when Weinstein was like, oh, how dare he reference the uh, Jack the Ripper? Well, you mean another Jew. Joe doesn't care about the truth. Now, and sorry for being so stressed out, guys. I'm kind of spiraling a little bit. I'll, uh, I'll relax. Life's good. I'm just, uh, just, uh, just feeling the stress. I don't need anybody to, like, do anything. It's, it's on me. If I have to take a few days off, it is what it is. I just, uh, I just really value the stream. And, you know, there's just been uh, just a lot of trials. All right. I got another... Uh, I got another letter. And if anybody wants to fucking switch places, they can, they can see what it's like. Because a lot of people act like they're just like, oh, just chill out. Okay. If I had your life or your job, 
I would never, ever have stress. Like, it's just, I don't know, that's a dick thing to say. Everybody has stress, but it's all right. It's all right, BB. Let's just get angry. Yeah, I don't want to be that guy, though. I don't want to fucking rant. The world has enough ranting. Uh, let's rock onward. Thanks, Gagan. Unauthorized is okay. Just a bit slower than usual. Much love. The stream helps me be sane and laughing. Appreciate your honesty. Anytime, Corbear. Yeah, but the problem with honesty, and not the problem, but when I'm grumpy and angry, that's honest too. Like, you'll see that too. Like, the same honesty that will get the cheery, joyful, happy, optimistic guy, I don't get to just turn that off when I'm not. And I just, like, sometimes I... And I, like, intentionally don't look at trolls, but I'll have people in my life that are just like, oh, just see what this guy said? Hey, check out what this guy said. Oh, dude, how are you going to react to what this guy said? I'm like, please don't show me that shit. And then I go on Twitter. Oh, you're fucking gay. You're crazy. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like, and then my fucking inter- my processor goes down. And then the internet goes down without an explanation. And then my own fucking website will have Stefan, not my own, but our, our uh, platform. It's like, oh, Stefan's live and fine, but you're not. It's your bit rate. It's like, no, it's fucking not. Owen, what is your go-to somewhat healthy comfort food? Uh, my mom used to let me have a bad day now and then. Shut up, Starry Night Bear. Jesus Christ. Rumble seems to be working really well. Okay. <sighs> Dear Big Bear, after you read my first letter about my experience in the entertainment industry, hang on, keep on rocking and uh, rocking in the free world. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's just uh, every uh, everybody has their season. But just people in my life or people that write to me a lot, can you just not bring me crazy shit all the time for like a week? Just give me a week where it isn't like, oh, we can do this crazy thing and we have to do this. And did you see this? And hey, look, a dead kid. And hey, look, this guy knows where you live. And hey, this Pajit fucking. It's just like, especially when I have financial stress, especially when I fucking can't work out because my fucking ankle's gone. It's just come on. Because you'd think that unexpected betrayal gets easier, but it really doesn't. It really just gets like that guy, like that guy is now trying to take down the stream and attack my family. When like a few months ago, he was like, man, you've made such a difference in my life, dude. It's like, you're so inspiring. It's like, Then I'll read letters and I'm like, is this the next guy? Is this the next crazy fucking person? I swear it started buffering when you were talking about satellites. I mean, who knows? I think that there are people now getting pretty nervous and are uh, twerking some dials. I should have trusted my instincts on the red flag with Adam constantly mentioning Reddit. If someone is spending time in hell and wanting to share, you're instantly out of my life. I try to be tough. I can't, I don't want to deal with that anymore. Like, I know that people like those fights and they like, you know, oh, we got to take this guy down. There's so much insanity now that I want, I I don't want anything to do with it. So when people are like, oh, did you see what this guy posted? It's, I mean, these people put my wife's face on a dead pig. These people, like, they're fucking crazy and evil and grotesque. You know, and it's like, these are some of these people I've allowed in my house. I fed, I paid. 
And that's fine. I can normally handle like a few of these stresses every day, but every now and then they all just hit at the same time. And it's just like, just, it's just a little nuts. <clears throat> BB, most haven't even made it to the news once. They have no idea what it's like having thousands of people focusing on you negatively. Oh yeah. And it's like, well, why do you think you were kicked out of uh, your, your bank this time? Was it the ADL hit piece? Was it uh, the country of India that is openly trying to get you arrested by the FBI? Is it the fact that now's a great time because uh, you don't have any fucking income? It's impressive how much shit you can deflect. Must have been all your tomato train. Well, I just know the price of not doing this. I know, like, there is no cucking. There is no lying. There is no way for me not to do that. And my life is awesome. I'm, I, I might seem stressed, but my life is, is awesome. I'm extremely grateful. But it's just like, Jesus, man. And I just see more and more people acting nutty. Like wild. Has anyone noticed an uptick in, in divorce? I have like eight friends that out of nowhere, they're like, my wife just went crazy. <laughs> like people are just fucking wacky, man. <sighs> and no, one thing I think that it is, is I normally use exercise to deal with stress. It's like very important for me to exercise. Like I do a strenuous activity and then I feel great. And so when I'm injured, I'm like, uh, I'm pretty susceptible to, uh, to these type of rants. How would the conversation go if you could have green black on the stream? I don't, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I can't even, I'm at the end of my, uh, of my ability to hypothesize about, uh, having a conversation with a guy who's written about 15 articles implying that I should be arrested for what, for saying relatively true things and being funny. Dear Big Bear, after you read my first letter about my experience in the entertainment industry at the end of 1875, you talked about the synchronicities and destiny you've seen in your life. Times when there seemed to be a wind pushing you to do something and there's nothing you can do to fight it. In my case, there was literally a wind pushing me to my future west of the Rockies. I was the animatronic supervisor on a $1 million budget children's movie in New Orleans and we're about halfway through the production when Hurricane Katrina hit. As fate would have it, the lease was up on the house I rented with my bandmates the day before the storm hit. I had another rental lined up, but the drag queen that lived there before me had failed to get his racks of cocktail dresses and feather boas out of the living room in time for me to drop off my stuff before evacuating. I was going to put everything in a storage unit in St. Bernard Parish for a couple of weeks until I could move to the new place, but my parents, who lived above sea level, uh, said, just leave it here and save the money. So the next day, the film crew evacuated. I parked my car next to the film studio and got on the bus with, uh, to Oxford, Mississippi, where the executive producer had a 25-bedroom mansion for us to stay in. The power qu quickly went out, but the electrician and grips hooked up generators to the house, and we had a party by the indoor pool. The next morning, we all woke up to the news that the levee had broken, and been a, being a local, I knew what that meant. A week later, we were able to get back into New Orleans and pack up the equipment and props. My car was still there, but the building it was parked next to was a pile of cinder blocks. There wasn't a scratch on it, and the water line was about an inch from the floorboards. 
The director invited me to LA to finish the movie, so I got in my car and drove west on I-10. Here comes the part that really freaked me out. At the exact moment I was driving over the Hollywood Hills with the sprawling city coming into view, when the Levy Breaks by Led Zeppelin came on the radio. Me and old Levy taught me to weep and moan. It's got what it takes to make a mountain man leave his home. Oh well, oh well, oh well. Even in my dark days when I was an atheist libertarian and clearly retarded, I couldn't explain this story. Now I know it was God's somehow heavy-handed way of telling me that my future wasn't in my ancestral homeland, but on the West Coast for reasons I wasn't able to comprehend at the time. Thanks again for all the laughs and the gravy. If you ever need any props, animatronics, or other kinds of practical events for one of your projects, I would absolutely love to help. Yours truly, Tactics Bear. Thank you, Tactics Bear. Wonderful letter. Okay. Uh, a black doing yoga just seems like a long-term rape. Yeah, let's, uh, let's end with a little music. I'm going to put myself in a good mood. All right, what song do you guys want to hear? Anything? Ugh, I'm behind on my streams. Can we sign up for UA? No. It'll be a bit, guys, so be patient, please. What do you guys want to hear? Give me a request. If you use force, injury to focus on another part of yourself, development can take you down a new road. Push-ups and pull-ups and treadmill time works fine for me. Thanks, Mr. Whitbear. Uh, I'm behind on... All right. All right I'm just going to get out of here. All right, guys. Uh, I'll see you uh, maybe tomorrow if I get my shit together and I'm not uh, just yelling. Be fr fruitful, multiply. Don't be fruity and boy guy.